here with another episode of Tough to Swallow. We're here with my co-host, Pat Sun. Yes, sir. And the special guest for today, we have Max, the founder and CEO of a vastly growing, emerging brand that you should know if you're into sneakers, Pete717. What's up, guys? All right, Max, where are you from? Talk, talk to us. All right, so I'm Max. I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I own Heat 717. And the 717 comes from the area code for Harrisburg. And you know, when I first heard that, I was like, that might be the most fire name. And then you put it after Heat. It was perfect. Yes. So exactly. you do have a shoe company. When did your love for shoes kind of start growing? So... I didn't really know anything about the sneaker game until middle school. Uh, one of my friends, Charlie, was a new student at the school and he had some Jordans that he was telling me sold for a lot more than he bought them for. And I've always been interested in making money. Like when I was little, I went to summer camp and I sold little uh, like Arnold Palmer's the iced teas and I came back from summer camp at seven years old with like a hundred bucks. So I've always been, I've always been interested in making some money. And when he told me that, I was like, I need to get involved in this. Teach me how to do it. So he kind of just taught me everything about shoes. And then from there, I kept going with it. So that passion for just, not only I feel like making money, but like getting something out of like a business endeavor like that's always been within you yeah exactly another another funny story is um when i was little my dad took me to a silent auction okay um and some of the old patriots players were there and i just thought it was a great idea that people would just walk up sign their names and buy stuff so i decided to host my own silent auction at my house for my parents. This is when I was like five or six years old. And I, I sold the items that they had already bought me as presents and just sports equipment. And they had to buy it from me again. <laughs> and of course I continued to play with it. So it's all been there. Yeah, that's a, that's a big bring move. Um, I'm curious, like what's your, what was your first uh, pair of sneakers that you caught? Uh, so my first pair of shoes that I was really proud of was this is this I would not be proud of it today, but I used some of my bar mitzvah money to buy the I think they were the Jordan Carmelo uh, All Star shoes, I, whatever year that was 2015, um, and I just thought they were great. I mean, it's a cool shoe, it but is. it doesn't mean anything now. Did you, was it to play ball in it or just to collect, just to? Just to have a pair of Jordan shoes. I was okay. on the website and that looked like the coolest one. Okay. I didn't know that some were more hype than others at that time. Wow. And how did you, um, so from that, how did you grow to where you are now? How did you, because you run your, your business with your, your younger brother, right? Yeah, I do. And, I run it with him. Yeah, and how how do how do you guys like um, work as a team, as siblings? How do you work with them? How do you? Okay, so 
Uh, I do more of the social media stuff and I look for the shoes to buy and I find the people to sell them to. Um, and he, my, my younger brother, Sid, does a lot of like the bookkeeping um, and the packaging and shipping. Okay. Um, okay. In this story, so you went from middle school, had the Carmelos, those are fire. I have to speak to it for myself because I had a pair of John Walls and they're Reeboks. Yeah, yeah. I customized them. I was like, these are crazy. Uh, in middle school, the colors. custom shoes went hard. The they went hard. They went hard. You were like, I'm putting my like middle school artistic style yeah. to a pair yeah. of shoes, right? I, I, had a, I had a custom pair of KD7s and I even put my name on there. <laughs> okay. So like how many shoes? Were you a custom guy or were you like, I want to buy a hype shoe guy? When I first started, I was into the basketball shoes. I was into LeBron's and KD's. That year was KD 11's. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, LeBron 11's into LeBron 12's and then the KD 5's, KD 6's. That's when I really got into shoes. The first shoe I really liked um, was I had a KD 6 that was yellow with a little blue on there. Was it the uh, was it the uh, the shoes with the, the Nike swoosh like the big ass Nike yeah. swoosh on the toe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, these low top, are right? Yeah, low top. Yeah, low top. Low okay, top. Yeah, I, I was like, these are fire. So yeah. what made? When did you really start to sell these shoes? So you got the mellows, you got the customs. When are you starting to sell these shoes? When did this start to trickle in? Um. So I started to sell shoes really in eighth grade. Um. Over the summer, I bought, I got three pairs of shoes to sell. I got the Yeezy Foam Posits, the white ones. And then I also got the Jordan 11 Low Closing Ceremonies, the gold ones, and the Jordan 4 Alternate 89s. And those are all bricks. Yeah. I probably made, off of those three shoes combined, I probably made like, 50 bucks. Would you consider that sell a failure or an accomplishment in in your eyes? Back in okay. That was was big for me. Or did you see like, okay, I need to go make some more because I want I I can see some like gold out of this. Right. So I made money, so that that's always a success. It's never a bad thing, but I wish I had done a little more research before I got excited and bought some shoes first with real money. It's always a good idea to play around with like some fake money um, and just see how you would have done before you really dive into it. Because I could have gotten a little more unlucky and lost money. So would you say that's a lesson that you learned young that like play around with like, okay, if I buy this, let me see where it's going to go. Let me see like the logistics of selling it. When did you start to get, because I mean, you're at the point where you're huge, right? Where did this kind of, you know, expertise, because you're seasoned in this profession. When did you start to start saying, okay, I'm getting some nice little tips and tricks under my belt? So after, after you're in the game for about a year, at that point, you should start making some connections because at that point, I had enough knowledge about sneakers. I knew all the releases that were coming out. I had enough knowledge about prior releases. And 
Um, I started to go to sneaker conventions and you meet some great people there. Everyone who, who just loves the sneaker game and all of those people are great connections. They know everything about the game. They can teach you things that you just had no clue existed. And how, how did you approach them? Uh, I mean, everyone there is there for the same reason. Everyone yeah. likes to buy and sell shoes. So that's always a common talking point. If you yeah. see somebody with some shoes you like, just go up to them, introduce yourself, and maybe get their phone number. They're always down to help you, especially if you're young, too. Okay. They're always down to help you. Talk to it. When you're at these Seekers events, when was the time where you're like, okay, this is a really cool story. Talk to some cool stories you had at these sneaker events. And there are some, there's very interesting people. I've been to a couple myself. And every time I've been to one, I come out saying, wow, that was a really fun time. They're exciting. Tell, yeah. I know some, there's some thrilling stories. Talk to them. Yeah. So um, last year we did an event in Lancaster, which is just a local city. There were probably, I don't know, 50 vendors. It was a pretty small event. It wasn't like sneaker con or anything. And um, we were really killing it that day. I don't know why, but we just had the stuff that everyone wanted. That was when um, the Yeezy Zebras had just restocked. It was over the winter um, and everyone wanted those. And we were just, we were just killing it. And that was a great feeling to have everybody at our stand. That was just so cool. We probably sold, we probably did 50 transactions between buying and selling. We probably did 50 transactions within, you know, whatever it was, a five hour period. And so you come home and you're like, mama, dinner's mm -hmm. on me tonight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Going home with some cash always feels nice. Okay. So we go from this sneaker con event in Lancaster. What was the next step after that? So, um, Later that week, actually, or the next week, we probably had our coolest experience um, through Heat 717. My brother and then my friend Abdullah and I, we went down to New Jersey and we got to see Sierra Canyon play, which is high school basketball team. It's with Bronny and Z-Wade and all of them, Brandon Boston. It was just a crazy experience. We pulled up to the hotel and we set up a little pop-up shop in the hotel lobby. And we thought we thought we were gonna pull up to like a Ritz or something like that, but it was a day's in. And I thought that was, I thought that was really funny. I was like, LeBron's son is staying at a day's in. But I mean, no, no disrespect to day's in, but I wouldn't expect LeBron's son to be staying there. <laughs> but yeah yeah so we pulled up to the um to the hotel and the guys were texting us that they were in study hall and we assumed that meant that they were studying film but they have to do school on the road because they have a national schedule so they were really in study hall they were really like in class um so we had to wait for them to to finish their classes uh, but then we had everything set up in the lobby and all the guys were just coming down, coming over to us and, and checking out the shoes and buying stuff. So that was really cool. And then they got us VIP tickets to the game 
and we sat right down with the parents. That was just such a cool experience. With the parents? Like LeBron and... Oh, no, no, no. The, well, they said, um, the security said that LeBron and D-Wade's families were coming. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to sit next to LeBron and D-Wade. But it was just their families. So I sat right behind uh, LeBron's wife, Sabina. So that was cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, they gave, they hooked us up. They got us great seats. And all the parents and all the guys on the team were so nice. And is that how, um, did, did you get connections with the team, like the players? Or did you get to sell to them or? Yeah, I think that day um, they bought like eight things. Um, and all of them were just really cool. But we had, we had already connected with some of the guys, like a bunch of the high school athletes um, prior to that experience, including one of the guys on the team, Amari Bailey. Amari oh. Bailey, he's a dog, man. I've been watching his film. That guy can play. Guy yeah, can. he's crazy. But so you, all these crazy hoopers, they're all, I mean, in terms of this modern area of social media, we're getting to see them up front. Who, in your opinion, was like, okay, that guy's next out on the court? Oh, my goodness. It was just, it was ridiculous. It was like, it's so ridiculous. Amari Bailey was great, and he's younger, too. He was a sophomore. Um, but every single one of them, it was like watching the Harlem Globetrotters. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Like, they're, it's, it's funny because they're, they're not, like, men yet, but they're doing things that men are doing. And it, some it's really men. weird. What'd you say? They're doing things that some grown men can't. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. It, it looks like an NBA game played by guys who are my size, which is really funny. <laughs> I mean, the warm-ups are showing itself. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I'm pulling up your Instagram, so and I think I found the picture. Is that it? This one? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So this is you, your brother. And that's a doula. Yeah. And that's a doula. That's Brandon Boston. That's Amari Bailey. Brandon Boston is going to be a lottery pick next year. Oh, and definitely. So is he. That's Zara Williams. Oh, so you guys were this close? Like, yeah, we were. Courtside. We were like courtside. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, who would you rank if you had to say the top five people that you've sold to or been in contact with? I'm actually going to separate that question because I know they're both. That would be a hard one. Top five people you've sold to. Okay. Um, Brian Bercy is the nicest guy. He is playing at Clemson now. He was the top recruit in the class of 2020. And he's been a dog there so far. I mean, he's just been going off, but everyone expected that. Uh, but he is just the nicest guy. We drove down to his house and we were really small. We had like 200 followers. If I were him, I probably would have thought that we were scamming. Yeah, that's him. Um, he's just a great guy, but he invited us into his house. We, we just chilled there for about an hour. And I, I guarantee you, he would have let us stay longer, except that he had to go and meet a special needs kid for lunch, which was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, no, he's just been great to us. He has been great. And he was like the first athlete to shop with us. And when did that start trickling? I mean, did Brian, you know? Yeah, no, it was it was really him that put us on with 
all the college athletes, well, at that time, high school athletes. How did you guys connect? On social media or? Yeah, I just DM'd him. And he was the number one prospect, the number one high school player. And I don't know why, but he trusted us to, to give him a good deal on some shoes. So that's so how it at that point, you guys, like you said, you weren't big, like 200 followers. Yeah, yeah, and no, I like I said, if I were him, I would have thought Heat 717 was some scammers or something. So, would you recommend, like, because I, I feel like this is the big problem with kids, like, they feel like they're not big enough, they feel like they don't have a shot. So, would you recommend, like, take a risk, shoot your shot? Oh, definitely DM, definitely yeah. just DM everyone. Yeah. I went down. Here's how I got started with the athletes. Here's how I found him. I went down um, the list. ESPN has a, I don't know, maybe top 100 prospect list for football and basketball. So I just went down the list and DM the same message to everyone. And a few of the guys responded. And all you need is just one guy to respond. So, and, and they can really put you on because all those guys know each other. They've been going to the same camps together for years. So if if they hear if Brian gives us a shout out and he's like, these guys are, are, you know, they have great prices, they're the plug, then we start getting DMs from a bunch of other top, you know, athletes who are like, yo, hook me up. Um, can you speak to, so yeah, like you said, you get your first big, big dub, you secure the bag for the first time, and then it trickles on. It's like a domino effect, right? So can you speak to, can you tell us, like, who are the other ones who followed? Basketball players, yeah. football players. Yeah. Who are the big um, that you guys got after that? Yeah, it's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of the top uh, basketball and football players in the class of 2020, um, some in 2021. Uh, and then we more recently got into – selling to the TikTok kids because yeah, I they saw that. just blew up. Like Avani is, is one of, okay, is it on so, your, is it on your Instagram? I'm trying to find it. Yeah. So we have a highlight that says TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll pull up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pull up and can speak to it and can commentate. So this one. Yeah. That was the first TikTok guy we sold to. Maddie Monroe was a big one because she's in the hype house. So, again, they all know everyone. They all know each other. So, and is it for for TikTok people? Is it the same drill? You just DM them. Yep, just DM everyone. Okay. Just look at who they're following. Just DM them. Avani, Avani's gonna get one. some responses. Yeah, Avani was probably the best shout out we've ever gotten. That's a big um, one. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean. The people, I, I probably have, we probably have about a hundred Avani fan accounts following us. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Same thing with like Noah Beck and Blake Gregg. We have so many fan accounts following us just because they shouted us out. So I'm seeing a common thread here. You hit somebody up, you take a risk, you put yourself out there. It's a shot in the dark, but it's proof successful for you. You know? Yeah, no, it's it's great. And but the thing is, sometimes it doesn't work out right. Sometimes, because with these with these people, these influencers, we give them free shoes or discounted shoes, um, and you hope that they give you a shout out and 
their followers see your page and and not only follow you but actually buy stuff so you get the money back that you lost by giving them free shoes but that's not always the case so um for example we we sent a free pair of revenge storms to somebody and they never even gave us a shout out so we're just out 150 bucks Okay, so that sucks, but I feel like it's taught you. Put yourself in the dark. Just a side segue a bit. All this success is ramping up. I mean, we're seeing the football players, the basketball players, the TikTok stars, the models. How do you kind of stay focused through the highs and the lows of all this? We have, how do you say, you know, focus yeah, on yeah. How do you bounce back? Yeah. How do you bounce back? There's definitely lows too. Uh, we had a pair stolen from us at one point. At another point, we had uh, we got scammed. Basically, it's it's a long story, but we got scammed. Um, so that I mean, there's going to be negatives. There's going to be you know things that set you back in anything you do, really. So it's it's just important to you know recognize that you're going to be back up and just focus on that okay okay use that use that as motivation you know to work harder and not only get that back but do more yeah okay so max like you've been through this industry you have sold to all these people models tiktok stars top-rated football and basketball players. You know, there's a lot of people who want to be in your position, right? What advice would you have for someone who's just getting into the game but wants to follow in the footsteps of you, a giant now in the industry? All right, so first of all, you need to make sure you're actually ready to get into the game. Like, do not, because you can lose a lot of money very fast. You can lose a lot of money very quickly if you buy the wrong things. You know, if you don't necessarily know the game well enough and you don't know what's going to sell well, then you can lose a lot of money very quickly. So it's important to make sure that you understand the game um, and know where you're going to sell, have a real plan for how you're going to buy and sell, how much money you're going to spend, how much you expect to gain from each shoe. So it's very important to have an actual set out plan. Um, and then the other thing that I would say is that when, when like, you know, you have setbacks, it's very important to stay persistent because all you need is one breakthrough. You need just one win on the sneakers app and you know you can double the money that you put in if you're just starting um so that that's really important to just stay persistent i guarantee if you do that you're gonna have a big break you're gonna have some celebrity answer your dm who's gonna put you on or something that is just gonna blow up your business now um let me ask you this let's say i'm uh i'm a young kid in uh, middle school, right? I don't really have money. I have like a little bit of money from my parents. How do you start from that? How do you start with like 20 bucks? How do you start with that? Okay, so I would say 
that you probably need about, you know, 40 bucks to start. All you got to do is sell a Supreme shirt, just buy a Supreme shirt, you know, resell it. It's not, that's not going to, you know, make you rich, but you make 20 bucks on that, you know, that that's a pretty good percentage. So you just got to keep doing small flips like that um, until you get enough money to buy some shoes and then, you know, keep going from there. More pairs of shoes, more expensive shoes, because those are going to be the products where you're going to make the most money. on. Max, so you, you, you mentioned earlier that um, you, you guys went through some, some lows, some highs and lows, like you got stolen, you got scammed, whatever. Um, how do you, how are you able to shift your mindset to go from there? Like something bad happened. Okay, good. What am I going to do? I'm going to bounce back or am I going to complain or whatever? How do you bounce back from that? How do you get over the hump and then come back even better? Yeah, that's definitely hard to do. Um, especially if you start your own business because you feel like you are the business. You feel like yeah. that name is attached to your personal name. So if somebody steals from the business or if somebody scams the business, that's personally insulting. That hurts yeah. you. Um, so, I mean, that's very hard, but, you know, you just have to understand that you're going to be back up. That really needs to be motivation for you to work harder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think, I think now we can go over like, some quick questions, some three top to yeah, solve questions. questions. Um, DJ, I think I have like one question. Do you have like two? And then we can go over it quickly. Like, Yeah. It's going to be a very random question. Yeah. Okay, I can start. start. Okay, Max. Top five, top five or top three releases of all time? Okay. The uh, Yeezy Red Octobers, the Nike Yeezys. That's definitely one. Classic, classic. Um, the Yeezy 350 Turtle Doves, um, and then the Jordan One Chicago's. Those are probably probably the three most influential, important releases to the shoe industry. Right. Yes. Okay, I was gonna let that clip. Um, Max, where are three places that you want? sneakers to take you that can be um intangible or tangible okay so i mean i want to make as much money as i can off the of shoes so i mean that that's a goal um but i just wanted to teach me wait jason flush <laughs> intangible or tangible should I, should I rephrase that to say like say um did, did you mean like what did you learn from the sneaker stuff the sneaker. Where, where do you want it to take you? Not an end goal, but oh, I got you. All right, Max. What's next? Where do you Where do you go from here? Where's What's the next move for Heat Seven One Seven? All right, yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna keep selling shoes, keep you know having fun with the experiences that come with that. Um, and people people DM me asking me if I'm gonna open a store or if I want to take on any investors. So not really sure what I want to do yet, what the future holds for the company, but I do know that uh, my concentration in college uh, is luxury marketing, which involves marketing of luxury products like 
um, clothing, watches, jewelry, real estate. Um, so wait, that's the thing at Stern. Yeah, that's that's um, oh. one of the tracks at Stern. Oh, that's um, cool. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's perfect for me. That's that's what I like to do. So as I as I sell shoes and as I learn from this, I'll be able to take these experiences into um, the field that I really want to work in one day. Perfect. All right. So while Jason slamming doors, I'm gonna think of my name. Yeah, I think I think it was after I was done talking, so I think we're good. No, no, that was perfect. Um All right. So Max, you're a student at NYU. What are your favorite memories at this school? And would you suggest a kid to, you know, suggest NYU? Where'd you like to hang out? Okay, wait, let uh, me. Wait, 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 Pat, what'd you say? I already know what he's going to say. So like, let me, don't, don't ask that question. Where'd what you like to hang mean? out? Where'd you like to hang out? Like, <laughs> the pier, we love the pier. He loves the pier. Yeah. But um, should I put NYU on on this or no? Yeah, you could do it. Wait, wasn't it meant to be tough to swallow, like harder questions? That is a hard question. Yeah, I should ask a harder question. Okay, what about if we ask you, what don't you like about the industry? About what? About that the is industry. a good question. Like, what don't, you what? Like? what don't you like about the industry? Think about it. Yeah. Think long, think hard. Pause. You be someone. I'll post the thing in the meanwhile. Okay. You ready? Yeah, yeah ask it again. Ask it again. You need to think some more. <laughs> okay, ready? There's a lot to love about it, especially when, you know, you're hitting milestones like you are. What don't you like about the industry? That's a tough question, but um, there, I will say there are some dogs in, in the reselling game. There are some ruthless people who, you know, they, they take offense to anybody else who's coming up. They don't want anybody to knock them off their throne. Um, so that, that's tough to, you know, come up in the game and have to deal with people like that. Uh, and then the, the other you know, tough part of the game is scamming. Scamming happens all the time with sneakers. It's so easy for people to do. People, people really scam as their career. So, I mean, this, this happens every single day. So it, it's very important um, to you know, deal with the same people, deal with people you trust, because there's a lot of people who cannot be trusted. Do you know, um, do you know how to detect a scammer? Like, do you know right away or do you have to like- Let's ask it as a tough to swallow question. Hold up. Wait, what? Let's ask it as a question so it can be clipped. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, do you want me to go or? I mean, you can ask it, I can ask okay. it. Okay. All right, so Max, um, so regarding that problem, how do you, how do you detect scammers? Is, is there a way, do you have a, like a good sense of when to identify like a fucking like a prick who's trying to, to yeah scam you steal your money like do your wrong do your dirty and like do you have a do you have a feeling well okay so some people forget that 
if it's if it seems too good to be true, then it probably is. Like if if you see a pair of shoes that somebody is selling for two hundred dollars less than they should be, they're probably fake because who is going to sell a shoe for two hundred dollars less than they should be? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. So you know you have to be you have to be cautious. You have to understand that if you want something, you got to pay what it's worth. And, um, you know, that's, people forget that. I'm, I don't understand that. Um, but another, another thing you need to look for is if somebody has a ref page on their Instagram, that'll just be normally their first post. Um, they'll have their customers comment on it saying that they're legit. And if they have, you know, a substantial amount of refs, like over a hundred, um, then, you know, that's a good sign that they're legit. What life lessons has the sneaker industry taught you? Uh, okay, so I've learned, like I said earlier, that some people are ruthless in business and they do not want to see you succeed. But, you know, you got to work past those people. There's people like that in every aspect of your life, whether you're in the sneaker game or not, you know. Um, so that's very important to remember. Uh, I've also, you know, learned that you got to be careful with your money. You got to, you know, have a plan, have a very explicit plan and follow that. You know, you have to say exactly what you're going to do and actually execute. It seems as if this whole thing, sneakers, um, Shopify, drop shipping, stocks, anything you want to do that's an endeavor of yours, my thing is I've been realizing over the years that it's a game. I mean, life is a game in a way that you're, it's, you're put in here and your body is your character. How you act, they say the first time you meet somebody, you better make a good impression. That whole thing is because it's a game. You talk to, there's scammers, there's people trying to attack you. There's, there's an opponent in this game, but there's also levels you can beat and levels you can go higher and higher, you know? When do you know you've reached the next level? Ben, that is a good question. Um, some things that you do, uh, you're just, you just look back on it. Like I look back on that Sierra Canyon game and that memory, and it's just, it's just cool to be able to say, dang, I did that. I really did that. Um, and, and sometimes it's like that. You don't know till after you've done it. Um, but it's nice to have those memories to look back on and, and say, I've leveled up. Perfect. Now, before we wrap up, me and you are both Drake fans. We've discussed this. I know Pat is. He's up in Canada. There's a line by Drake that says, the moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. Do you parallel to that? And do you... Feel the same way. That is a that is a great line, and yes, I do love Drake. I mean, people have been clowning me about that here, but it's all yeah. good. It's all good. He's the goat. He's the goat. You know, it. But, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, same. but that that's actually very important to remember. Um, you know, it's it's not about when you want to decide what you want to do. It's not about what's going to make you rich. It's about what you actually like to do, what you're passionate about, because you're going to find success in that. 
no matter what it is, if you really are passionate about it. Okay, Max, this was great. A lot of great answers. People are gonna learn a lot from this. You passed our tough to swallow challenge and shout yourself out. Plug yourself. Yeah, I mean, just, just go follow the page at Heat717 on Instagram uh, and shop at our website, heat717.com. Right before you go, just a quick question. I need you to give me three names that you think can come on this podcast and pass our tough to swallow three question challenge. Who are they? Okay. So, uh, number one, let me give you, let me give you my stepdad's name, Jeff Martin. Done. Uh, he's a businessman. And I think that he would be good for you guys to have on the show. Um, let me also give you my friend Abdullah, who you saw in the pictures. He's big in the sneaker game, um, and he can speak to botting and, and everything like that. Um, and then let me give you the name of my other friend, Alex Clark, who was in the sneaker game in middle school. And I know that he invests in other things now, like gold. So I know he right. is doing things with his money. Oh. The OG. Hey, those are three great names. I'm glad to, you know, have you on this podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot. Amazing. Hopefully you can, you can hop on again and then can discuss your growth, the growth of the company, how you're doing at school. Um, I discuss the next levels you beat because I yeah. know during that time, you're going to just keep playing that video game, passing levels. So great to have you on, like always, friend, brother, Pat. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, Max. And yeah, I, hope, I hope, I hope, hopefully next time we can also get your brother, your younger brother, to get his perspective. Um, you mentioned that he's doing most of the bookkeeping, the accounting stuff, which is also an important aspect of the business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully we can get both of you. And yeah, we'll talk soon, right? We'll talk soon. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Everyone, go follow Tough to Swallow on Instagram. Yes, Listen to them on Spotify. It's a great podcast. Yes, sir. All right.